everybody. Welcome to B.O. Boys. It's a raw feed. Fuck it. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. And this episode is coming out on Tuesday, February 18th, because it was a holiday weekend. I hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. But we're going to be talking about Friday, well, the weekend of the 14th. Right. And we're looking at this holistically. We're looking at the four-day weekend. We're looking at the four-day, but... For certain movies, the three days looking pretty good. I mean, record breaking. This is there. There's one story this week. There's one headline. Yes, and that headline is, "I was wrong." Mm-hmm. We were both wrong. We were both. Well, I was okay. Here's where you were I was more wrong. wrong. So the the headline is, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog came out this weekend, changed the game, biggest video game movie opening of all time. Yep. What was it sixty eight million dollar four day? Yep, so it's 57 three-day, which was the record, wow. and then $68 million for the four-day. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, give it up for the little huge. guy. Ran through the record books. So here is where I was wrong. Last year, they dropped a trailer for this movie, which was originally supposed to open in October, November? I think November. Yes. And the trailer dropped, and we had Horror Show Sonic. We had Nightmare Half man humanoid Sonic, where he had human teeth, human legs, Mm -hmm. uh, did not look at all like a cute character. He looked like a serial killer. A monstrosity. A monstrosity. He was Godzoops, is what the original (laughs) Sonic was. Absolutely. And I saw that trailer, and I loved it. I thought, this is, for me, this is going to be so up my alley. Sonic is going to be a monstrosity. He's going to have human teeth. He's going to be a killer. It's going to be great. This could be a Scuzz classic. Yes. I thought it was just going to, I thought it was going to be an X-rated Sonic. This was going to be your Fritz the Sonic. Fritz the Hedgehog. It was going to be Sonic has got human teeth, having sex with hookers, three hour long movie, four hour director's cut. This is going to be great. And then, of course, everyone hated that trailer. They hated the look of humanoid Sonic. Pulled it. They pushed the the release date back so they could reanimate Sonic and make him cute. They kowtowed yes. to the mob. They kowtowed to the mob. To the internet mob. They did. Even worse than a an IRL mob, I think. Yes. Because at least an IRL mob is getting out of the house. Exactly. They're getting exercise. There's a level of commitment to an IRL mob that a internet mob just can't compete with. Exactly. That said, and I was, of course... So against this, I wanted my humanoid Sonic. I wanted my six-hour porno Sonic the Hedgehog with human teeth. And we saw this movie, and we, of course, have seen the opening weekend numbers, and I was wrong. Mm -hmm. They were right to give us a cute, happy Sonic rather than a Sonic with tiny human old man legs that give you nightmares. Mm -hmm. They were right. The studio was right to do what they did. I mean, I still... I know you hate kowtowing to a mob, but the mob was correct. See, but I I disagree as a creative person to listen to that. I still think that I will agree that this was a better... This is a better looking Sonic. This movie would not have worked with the Sonic that was at first designed to be in this movie. But I will say, as 
There is the, the Neo Boys. Let, let we are not you. about artistic license. We're or about creativity. money. We're about money. They made the right choice monetarily. Yes. I will just say, as a creative a horror person, horror show Sonic would not have brought in the money. He, he might no. have brought in. He would have gave you looky loose perverts. Yes. Yeah. A lot of trench. A lot of trench coats. You know, passerbys. You would have got but good. You boys, would have got the twenty minute uh, booing at at con. They would have showed this in, in competition at Con. It would have got booed. Well, it's hard to open Con. Right. It'd be hard to open. Everything gets booed when it opens because they're just ready to boo. They right. love to boo. Over right. I, they would have They would have booed Humanoid Sonic. Yes. Uh, God, I was going to say something before you started talking about Con. You were saying it wouldn't have worked with old fat, you know, with the original. Yeah, I lost it. Yeah, that's fuck it. It's a live feed. We we would if if it wasn't cut a live the feed. You're getting you know, cut the sheet. Well, dimensions what, creeping in right here on the air. <laughs> it's great. What I will say is that there's a famous story, and I always tell you this story, mm-hmm. which is in the '90s there was a young woman named Jewel who wrote songs. Okay, and she opened for Neil Young, and she got booed by Neil Young's fans. And she was upset. And Neil Young pulled her aside and said, they're a bunch of idiots. You give them no respect. Mm -hmm. That's what a true artist does. And if this director and and the people behind this movie were true artists, they would not have listened to the mob. But here's what I'm going to say is that this movie is not art. This movie is commerce. Mm -hmm. And they realized that. They sat this director down and said, listen. If you want to make an art house, and he creepy was, Sonic. he was shaking and he was bleeding. Yeah, probably because he is a nut. Probably there's probably uh, mouth sores and things that he's he's still dealing with. Uh huh. That he wishes he could have put on the animated. Sonic. Absolutely, but they sat him down. And they said, "Listen, this is commerce, and we need to make money on this." And you know what? That he he tweeted. He said, "I'll take care of it," and he did. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that commerce-wise, a success artistically. Not a success. Artistic, also a success because we love this movie. Me Art- and you saw it. It was great. In the sense that I think Sonic it is, is a, a four-star movie. It is a movie that has a classic Jim Carrey performance mm-hmm. that if you see this for no other reason, see it for that. Because he is in his, he is right now performing in his second prime. Yes. He turned the clock back with this performance. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik is- Right in that liar, liar, dumb and dumber, the mask level Jim Carrey. This he is, isn't Popper's Penguins. No, no. He turned it all the way back to 96. Great job. Uh, human cartoon. I was watching it. I was like, is he animated? Mm-hmm. Literally, is he animated? Because he, the, his control of his body is immense. Yeah. But let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk about money. Because the thing about this that makes it such a triumph is that- Rarely does a movie that uh, had such issues and went back to the drawing board mm-hmm. make this much money. Now, mm-hmm. we've had things like Venom, which was something that had a lot of behind-the-scenes issues. Even Titanic was famously fraught. But I nothing agree. Sonic as, the Hedgehog is now in that Titanic category. Yeah, but nothing as public as dropping a trailer and then completely revamping a movie. Mm-hmm. And I do think that... The fact that this movie is getting any sort of critical nod, it's in the 60s, I believe, Rotten Tomatoes, which is not super high, but it's high for a movie like this because everybody already agreed to hate it. Yes. They agreed to hate it, now they're begrudgingly saying, oh, it's okay. 
because they can't go all the way back. Not like me. I'm happy to say I was wrong. And you're right. And you're you're I, a better I, person. I I'm a much better person. Yeah. And listen, when you're right, dig in your heels and double down. I'm all for doubling down. Absolutely. But when when it's time to show some ass and it is time to take a licking, mm-hmm. you got to do it. And that's what I'm here to do. Ass out. Get out your paddles. Yeah. I was wrong. Time to take your 40 licks. F- 50 licks. Uh, you know what? Give me 68 licks. For every mill. For every mill that it made in its four I, day. You know, give me the three give day. Me the three three day. day. You got to do the three day. Yeah. So give me the licks per mill for its three day. Yeah, because otherwise, if this wasn't, if this wasn't a holiday week- I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, you, yeah. It'd be so unfair to do 68. Yeah. You can't get the Monday licks. But I was wrong. Demented Sonic was not it. People love this. And you're right. This Sonic the Hedgehog is is Titanic-like in that it overcame all of the negative pre-release buzz. The naysayers. All the naysayers. And it's a triumph. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you know what? This movie is going... It's one of those things where... It was tracking at, what, 40? 40 to 50. I mean, last weekend, uh, last episode, it was tracking in the 30s at the time of our episode. Uh, that's what the predictions were. And we and you went above. I did go above. And I went below. Yeah. Because when you go high, I go low. Yeah. And I, it was wrong. But the thing with this movie is it shows you what happens when an audience likes a movie mm-hmm. and the power of social media and communication when it comes to how a movie can do over a weekend because it just kept increasing. We saw the same thing with Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys, the tracking was pretty low and then it kept going up, going up, going up, going up when we saw the actual results. And we're seeing that more and more. Yep. Now, we saw the opposite. Well, before we get off of Sonic, though, okay. I just have to say, you know, because you mentioned Bad Boys Bad Boys for Life, uh, which is Bad Boys 3. I keep wanting to think Bad Boys for Life I is know. part four. Well, they didn't, see, they didn't believe they in wait. themselves enough. I know. They, they thought this wait. was the last swing. Yeah. And they should have, but you know what? We always get mad when they get too cocky. Yeah. So anyway, Bad Boys has been a gigantic hit. That one stars Will Smith, 90s icon. Then you've got Sonic the Hedgehog, which of course Sonic is a, you know, 1990s prime character and Jim Carrey this really shows me that Clayton our generation is as relevant as it's ever been we still control the pop culture narrative Jim Carrey Will Smith Sonic the Hedgehog they are our icons and they are the icons of today's youth really Uh, the, the proof is in the box office Sonic is king. Will Smith is king. Jim Carrey is king. So, so you think so? That- middle-aged people out there, you are still the the trendsetters. But- Sonic is still the trendsetter. So, so do you think this is going to bring a rash of of '90s properties back, mm-hmm. where we're going to see, you know, I mean, just to go video games, Toe Jam and Earl. Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim, of course. Are we going to get, uh, what is the one with the- But the thing is you can't, you, the lesson here is keep them cute. Don't do Scuzzball, Earthworm Jim, 
you know, who's it's it's a uh, the he's movie gonna be about him in a jerk though. off he's contest. Gonna be, <laughs> he's gonna be slimy. Yeah, but slimy cute. You can't go slimy scuzzy. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's the lesson that I didn't know was the lesson until this movie came out. But that is the lesson. Keep them cute. Keep it safe for the kids. Yes. Keep it safe for the kids. I mean, Sonic is such a success because it is serving the uh, the 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 older people or the and that we're not older, but you know, it's serving adults with a great Jim Carrey comedic performance. And then kids love Sonic because he's a a fast hedgehog. Because he's cool. Yes. He's not like Mario has a day job. Mario is a plumber. Nobody wants to be a plumber. What do you think this means for, you know, because Super Mario Brothers, of course, had one of the biggest uh, box office flops ever. Mm -hmm. The biggest video game property there is is Mario, and he had a movie that bombed. Does Mario come back? Does this uh, legitimately, is there, are there meetings right now in Nintendo headquarters where they're like, are we pulling him out of the pipe? Are we doing that? <laughs> He's <laughs> coming out, out of the, out pipe. the pipe. They've kept him in the pipe. See, and- that would be more of a scuzz movie because then you would have the pipe in the poster and then you have somebody pulling a Mario covered in filth right. out of a pipe and it's like, you we're pulling him out of the pipe. You can't do but that. But see, part I of you loves to. that. Part I, of you loves that. I want that. And that's, you know, to the keep him cute. That is, if you look back at that Super Mario, you know, movie, the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo movie from- They're not cute. They're not cute. Yeah. It's a scuzz movie. It's super dark. Everyone's scuzzy. Everyone's covered in filth. I think the Mario, you've got, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Dennis Hopper is in that movie. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. And he's he's covered in sores on his head. Remember, he's got like bubbly, oozy sores all over his bald head. You got to keep him cute. I think the the problem with Mario, if we're talking Mario, is that- He is a plumber and that's disgusting. And he's um, in- uh, He's a person. Mm. So would it be live action? I don't think that, or is it a Wreck-It Ralph situation? Do you make it a fully animated where he's not in the real world? Because that's where you can get away with Sonic because Sonic is a animal that could be cutely done, which we saw. But are you going to have a computer-generated Mario? That just seems weird. To have a computer-generated Mario who is a person just then hanging out with other human actors. Yeah, that, actors. that, that takes away from the uniqueness. Because they would be like, why are you a... <laughs> you're a human, but then you're also a computer... Exactly. ...animation. Why are you here? You also live on Earth. So that so that would be the weird thing, is that yeah. that's why that, I think, will have an issue. I think you have to go completely animated. Right, right. You know, otherwise, I don't think you can do it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're looking at it right now. There's no way. There's. I think you look at the Sonic opening weekend. They are looking at all the uh, Metroid, Sim City. They're looking at all those properties. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie did better than Pokemon. Let's just take really quick a mm-hmm. look at the top ten video game openings. And so, uh, Detective Pikachu. Looks like it made. Let me see. Uh, so this is wrong because it, it beat Detective Pikachu. It right? did. Yeah. Because this, where I'm, it says Box Office Mojo said Pokemon Detective Pikachu made fifty eight million in its no. opening. I I, I, I think, that seems bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, Lorecroft Tomb Raider. After that, forty seven million opening, mm-hmm. 
Angry Birds movie they're counting, even though it's not an actual. It is a game. It is a video but it's, game. Yeah, but it's a it's a phone game. Yeah, thirty eight million. But phones are Nintendo's now. Rampage thirty five million. Pokemon, the first movie, thirty-one million. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, thirty million. So you're looking at these things. Prince of Persia was a notorious bomb, right? So, but that was because of the the budget, right? But when you're looking at all these movies, like that's not a high amount to be a record when you think of all other properties. But you're comparing it to like superhero movies and shit like that. Like those throw everything out of whack. I will not have one negative said about this Sonic the Hedgehog opening weekend. This is an all-timer. It shocked the world, and it begat, I think, what's going to be a new franchise, and it once again put Jim Carrey... Jim Carrey's back! Mm-hmm. This is big for him. Because this is a full... Like we said, it's a full-on Jim Carrey movie. He is going for it in this movie, and he's great. Do you think this opens up the possibilities now where we're going to get Jim Carrey comedies again. Oh, I don't know. He's 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 put it's so great of a sprinkling of this of mm-hmm. of Jim Carrey in here that I think I would love to see a full-on comeback in a big comedic movie, but they just don't do well. Right. I think this is the perfect amount of him, and to ask for more might be asking for something we don't actually want. Well, I think I think what this sets up Uh, My prediction is what you're going to see is what other properties could we attach Jim Carrey to as a big comedic um, value add? add. You know, like, is he, you know, he played Riddler in uh, Batman Forever. Is this something where we look at superhero properties? Where could Jim Carrey be? the big comedic villain or are there other video games where he's in there he was in a superhero movie he was was in in kick-ass that's some that's some low-rent garbage yeah i'm talking about big properties big i i think you're gonna see i think that's the other thing this weekend is what are the other comic book characters we make and where could we get jim carrey in a big movie yeah i mean i think this is a big win for for sonic Mm -hmm. it's a big win for Carry huge loss for Super Mario. He looks like a bum. Yeah, does this do anything for Marston? You know what? It keeps him on those lists. It keeps him on the list of like we could hire James Marston. Yeah, I which mean, which is he's, where he wants to be. He's always wants to be on that list of like known status is alive, and known status is shows up and does his work shows up on time does not take crafty home does you're right exactly he's not stealing food and he's still looking good he kept it tight yep he's keeping it tight yep he's in there on file alive punctual tight and for hollywood that is like a rare commodity yes it's great it's a it's a great status update this movie shows you he's still tight he's still alive so, just a little update here. $54.3 million is Detective Pikachu's mm-hmm. opening three-day. Okay. So, that is coming from Deadline. I was getting these numbers because Box Office Mojo is a, a fucking mess now. It's a farce. Yeah. I I looked at- Put it in the pipe with Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flush it down the pipe with Mario. Yep. I went to IGN because they had a list and they were wrong. Their numbers were wrong. So, fuck you, IGN. Well- Bullshit. It's not their field. IGN, you know, 
don't video game reviews. Don't worry about box office IGN. We if got you it. have a uh, if you have a if you have a headline that says top ten video game movie opening weekends of all time and you get the number one wrong, fuck you, fuck you IGN. Cut the shit. I'll give you cut the shit IGN. I'll give you that. Fuck you's a lot. Yeah. Fuck so, you's what they deserve. Okay. So IGN, write us. Tell us whether you deserve a cut the shit or a fuck you. They make wouldn't even be, be able to make write a sentence. They, they couldn't could, even write a fucking sentence, complete sentence. Uh, let's see. Make your case, IGN. All right. So you want to go through the rest of this? Top yeah, 10? we're done talking about Sonic. I am. Uh, I am very excited. Okay. To talk about number two. Okay. What's number two? Birds of Prey. Okay. So what's the story? Tell us what it did. Uh, three day, 17.1, down 48%. Four day, 19.6. So the total four day tally, added nothing. Yeah. Total tally, 61.7 million. Okay. So now, we're looking at a movie that probably won't crack 100 domestic. But here's what I'm excited to talk about okay. is that they obviously listen and they rebranded. They did. That's right. It's now Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. They changed the title of the movie in in the middle of the first week. Mm-hmm. That is so interesting. So it's like they we noticed that we you noticed that immediately it was on our AMC app. Yeah, they changed the title of the movie. I mean, it's too little, too late though. It this is. movie needed to just be called Harley Quinn the movie. They, Harley Quinn the movie. That's it. I think they got cocky, and the tracking was off on this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where we rely on the tracking. Yeah, but was as this we, a Nate Silver uh, tracking job? Yeah, I mean, it could be. Who knows? But I do think that uh, we can't trust the tracking as much as we would like to. Because mm-hmm. in this life, we, especially people who uh, rely on numbers as much as we do, mm-hmm. as the Bo Boys. We we like to guess the top five, so we rely on this tracking to be a good indicator. And I think the tracking was just way off on on Birds of Prey. And I do think it had a lot. It did have a lot to do with the name situation. Yes. But I also do think that for whatever reason, and we can think about this longer because I can't come up with a, a legitimate reason. People just did not want this. Yeah. They just I- didn't want this movie. In the way it was packaged and released, I think I think the you know we talked about last week. It's becoming clear that going for the R rating was a mistake, and this is a case of artistic versus business. And you know what? Go business assholes. It's show business. It's not show artistic license. the The makers of Birds of Prey, they wanted an R rating. They wanted it to be over the top. They wanted her to curse and, you know, have a lot of bloodshed, which you could also have it a PG-13. It's mainly the cursing. And they were like, we got to have this BR. It's got to be R. And you know what? You cost yourself a lot of money. You cost yourself a sequel. I'm going to push back on this. If this was PG-13, I think it would have done better. And I think we would have been saying probably Harley Quinn 2 is is coming out in 3. Years. I'm going to push back in saying Joker. Okay. Because that is a movie that took an artistic bent. It was promoted as art and it is a billion dollar baby. But Joker's audience is not 13-year-old girls. Harley Joker and also Harley Quinn is not a movie with 70 years worth of 
pop culture relevance the way Joker is. Joker, Joker could do whatever it's want. Joker's a billion dollar baby. He's earned it. Joker's earned it. Joker has. Does Joker earned, have a blank check? Of course. I mean, now Joker has one of the biggest blank checks in Hollywood. So Joker, Joker can, can do, do whatever, whatever he wants. Yes, Joker in space. Joker could do an ad. So he could go out movie. in the street. Yeah. And shoot someone. Joker. Yeah. He did. He could go up. He can go onto Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody. Joker did that already. But you could do a Joker movie in outer space where there's like an hour and a half of no dialogue. He could do Solaris. Joker could do it. Solaris. You could do Joker at Astra. You could do. So Joker's big blank check. He would do a, a Soderbergh, and be like, "I want to make a meditative movie in space." Yes. Where it's Joker finding like looks, and it finds like the baby Joker, and he's just, just looking at eclipses and stuff. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then you see like dinosaurs at the beginning. Yes. Joker. So Tree of Life Joker. Tree we of could Joker. have Tree of Life Joker. A hundred percent. Joker could do whatever it wants next. Terrence Malick could do a Joker movie with just Joker twirling in a field. Does it open bigger than Birds of Prey did? Yes. Terrence Malick's, you know, meditative voiceover heavy Joker movie opens at $52 million. Lars Van Tr- Von Trier. Yes. Could makes do a Joker movie. Four-hour, X-rated, you know. Two parts. Two parts. Do both parts open Joker higher? Joker do they, do they both open higher than Harley Quinn? Part one for sure. Part two probably. Depending on, the, yeah, the yeah. quality of it. Yeah. I think at that point, part two does have to have some sort of quality component to it. Yeah, if part one is totally torn apart, it the part two probably only opens in the low forties. So, okay, just Joker to get this could straight. do whatever it wants, get but Harley Quinn slash Birds of Prey, it needed to, it needed to focus on its business. It needed to be PG thirteen. It needed to appeal to the younger audience. It needed to be called Harley Quinn, and then part two is Birds of Prey and take it R rated, but. It it didn't do what it needed to do to create a franchise. It, it was cocky out of the gate. So just to to make sure, if the next Joker movie mm-hmm. is called Sleep, Joker Sleep, mm-hmm. and it's an Andy Warhol type movie where it's just someone sleeping, yes, that opens bigger than Birds of Prey. A hundred percent. If it's just Joker counting Campbell soup cans, that opens. In no less than 47.3. Wow. Even though the last Joker, I think, opened... Oh, wait. Well, last Joker opened at almost 100. Yeah, the Joker moving forward Suicide Squad. Joker Joker is the biggest star in Hollywood. Okay, Joker's the biggest star in Hollywood. That's huge. So bigger than... What, Leo? Maybe? I mean, it's Leo, Joker. You know, they were in that rarefied air. If Nicholson came back, he's, he's... If Nicholson came back, he's Joker! Yeah, that's true. He would only come back to be Joker. Yes. That's the next Joker. Yes. You could do old age home Joker. You could do about Joker. And it's a, and it's Joker in an RV going to his, his daughter's wedding after his wife died. That's a brilliant idea. Yes. If that's what Joker wants to do, that's a huge hit. Old man Joker. So it's 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 kind of like a Logan situation, but Way, Even way, older, older, way older, way, way older. If and Kirk Douglas hadn't died, he's Joker, and that movie opens at probably $64 million. Wow. 
74 if it's a uh, Memorial Day weekend. You know what? I agree. Joker is the biggest star in Hollywood right now. Yeah. And two-time Oscar winner, mm-hmm. Joker. You can't say that about uh, any other character, right? No. Joker is both box office and critical acclaim and Academy Award stamp of approval. Wow. He's the most celebrated, most successful, highest, uh, I guess, uh, money-making yeah. entity in all of Hollywood. 100%. Whoa. And Birds of Prey, you got to earn that spot. You want to do your R-rated artsy movie? You got to earn it first. They should have started PG-13, Harley Quinn the movie. Yeah. I mean, I do think they made a mistake, and I I think we'll be unpacking this for for a while. If, if anybody, email us. If you have a legitimate, concrete reason why people didn't want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Because we saw it, and it was fine. Yeah. And there's movies that are all. worse than this that have done better, mm-hmm. and there's movies that are better than this that have done worse. So it, just something about this movie, people were just like, eh. Yeah. And it's interesting to me, because why this movie? Yeah. So now, the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. Give us your Harley Quinn. I'm sorry. It should have been, give us your Birds, Birds of, of Prey, Prey. Wyatt Bomb theories. Number three, talking about an IP that is not uh, an, a successful IP, Fantasy Island. Well, what okay. did it make? Well, it made 12.4 million three day 14 million four day for uh 14 million q now now just to say a little higher we, than we thought right we did our top fives and i got this completely right mm-hmm. uh because i i got mine right you had bad boys up in number four uh and that is not what happened but i had this exactly right because we Way had fantasy island and then photographed and bad boys but we'll get into that later okay talk about fantasy island did better than they expected mm-hmm. because, like we said, it's a date movie. And uh, people went, it was Valentine's Day. People wanted to go and jump into each other's arms and be mm-hmm. scared and things mm-hmm. like that. This movie, I don't think, is going to have a strong hold, even though, you know, it was a movie that did better than Black Christmas. Uh, some of the other horror movies that we've seen not do well. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel, which actually. Gretel and Hansel, how dare you? Yeah. It's an, that's an assault. Please apologize. I apologize. Okay, so Fantasy Island, it does, does this movie anything? I mean, it's probably already profitable, right? This is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. It can't, it can't, it can't be made for more than five million dollars. That's their thing, right? So it probably will end up being profitable. So you got to give it that. Um, what else could this movie have done? That's the thing. It's a Michael Pena starer that is using a property that hasn't been popular in like 40 years there's no one there's no one who's on the original show who could have even cameoed in this they're all dead mm-hmm. long dead yeah bodies are ice cold ice cold they're dust they're the not bodies are dust that's right they wouldn't be cold anymore no they the bought yeah the bodies are dust so there's an it's such a it's such a nothing old property. What else could this movie have done? That's true. It probably maxed out what it was going to do. Yeah. Do you think it makes thirty in its run? Oh, uh, if it's what at fourteen, you figure it. I think less than thirty. I'd be surprised if it hits thirty domestic next week. It probably makes like six or something. Yeah. Um, 
I think this is a movie. It is what it was supposed to be. I think it's a movie that could have really underperformed. It could have opened in single digits. Absolutely. Um, I don't think, you know, the only thing is this movie, if it had been a bigger surprise hit, that may have created an opening where they start mining other IP of that era and we've got like horror love boat. Horror Green Acres, horror... New Heart. Horror New Heart, horror Love American style. Yeah. You know, which I don't think this is going to create that wave. Horror Happy Days. You could have had Horror Happy Days. You could have had Ralph Mouth eating people like he's Chungus. Horror Welcome Back Cotter. That... <sighs> That's not a bad idea, actually. It's not a bad idea, but I think... Because the teacher comes back... Mm-hmm. Because he used to be a student there, he comes back and he starts teaching these wayward kids, but then it turns out that he's evil and he makes these kids evil. Right. So, yeah, there is definitely a modern, sexy update on Welcome Back, Cotter. Title is a little hard to get around. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you got to have like a sexy modern teen who's still saying Mr. Katea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who's the ooh, ooh, ooh kid? Right. So, you know, that I think Jughead from Riverdale. Yeah, I mean, look at Riverdale. That's that. It's a, Riverdale. That is, is one of the corniest IPs ever, and it's yeah. a hot show. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think though, Fantasy Island wasn't a big enough hit to give you the horror version of '70s Saturday night TV shows. Do we get Fantasy Island too? No. Well, I, maybe on like Quibi or something. Could be, but I don't think in theaters. You might get a straight to crackle. Um, like forty-five minute movie, or it might show up on Tubi. Of- Finn Island Two might be on Tubi. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, next up, number four, the photograph. Pretty close. Uh, photo finish with Fantasy Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> really? Twelve point two million for three day. Thirteen point three million four day. So thirteen point three million cube. I mean. Well, a little I, less than I thought. I thought you this thought would this be was going to be above yeah. uh, 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 Fantasy Island. Yeah, and this has been touted as kind of a uh, a romantic comedy for uh, people of color mm-hmm. that isn't about tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's what I've been hearing is that uh, there, there, it's more just love. Just, just about love. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's what made the audience go see it because mm-hmm. it wasn't a Tyler Perry situation where it went from like broad comedy to ultra drama. Right, right. It Someone was killed a baby. Or it, yeah, it's just a movie that has people of color as the main characters and they're just in love and that's the story. Is this a movie that you think will hold pretty well going forward? Because I, I could see it. You know, I feel like those actors are so likable. And so Issa Rae, yeah, like Keith Stanfield, who wants to play Joker. God, that would and, be great. And if old man, if if about Joker doesn't get made, I think that's a cool casting. Oh, that would be. I would love. He him would as be Joker. great. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think this is a movie, but Valentine's Day is over. Right, but people still, you know, some of those relationships from Valentine's Day might stick. That's true. I mean, I think and it'll they got they got to. Go on a second date. They got to go on a third date. People still got to fucking kill time. This is a movie that probably makes about 30. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think okay, here's here's a little bet that probably won't be settled for a few weeks. What ends up making more, the photograph or Fantasy Island? Uh, well, so I already won the bet which is going to make more first weekend cuz I said Fantasy Island over photograph. Right. But I'm actually going to go the other way for the other bet. Photograph ends up I making I think photograph more. makes yeah. more. Yeah. So photo, you know, photograph could hang in there. It's probably not a huge budget. You know, they're both very uh, sort of buzzy actors, but I don't think either of them is making $10 million a movie, so the budget was probably not huge. Yeah, yeah. And who knows, they maybe got back-end. Yeah. I think Michael Pena got back-end on Fantasy Island. Probably. I bet you he did. Yeah. So let's talk about number five, Bad Boys for Life. Dropped only 6%, 11.3 million in the three-day, 12.8 in the four-day, $182.8 million is going to go to. Over two, for sure. Um, so this is just, I don't know what else to say about this movie. A success all around. Uh, Will it, Smith and Jim Carrey in the top five. That looks so pretty. Oh, That yeah. is how it should be. Yep. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Jim Carrey. That is who should be sitting. Sonic. Sonic. Those are your box office leaders. And that is the way it should always be. Uh, so yeah, Bad Boys still strong. People people love this movie. Let's talk about a movie that dropped precipitously. Number six, mm-hmm. little Oscar loser, nineteen seventeen. Or as Jim Carrey would say about nineteen seventeen, <laughs> so eight point one million dollars for the three day. Oof. Nine point three million for the four day, one hundred and forty five point six million. Stalling out, yeah, it's sputtering, it's sputtering, uh, right on its heels. Number seven, Jumanji: The Next Level, in its tenth week, coming to to uh, Blu Ray and uh, digital download. Uh, yeah, just this week I think people don't care. They're going to be in the theater watching it on their mobile devices yes they want double the next level a hundred percent so write us at the bo boys podcast at gmail.com if you go to see jumanji in the theater and you're also watching jumanji on your phone yes so three day 5.7 million plus three percent it went up three percent from last oh week. Oh my god, <laughs> this is scary. Seven. What is going on? Seven million dollar four day, for a cum of three hundred and seven million dollars. Wow. And it's not slowing down. This is nuts. This is a little. It's a little frightening. Like I'm happy that it's doing so well, but when you said that it made more money mm-hmm. this weekend than it made. Last weekend, this is not a movie that just won a bunch of Oscars. No. Why is there a bump? What happened? People liked what they saw and wanted to see it again. It's It's gone around enough that people forgot that it was still in the theater and were like, oh, I really liked that movie when I saw it in November. I'm going to come back and see it again. Jesus. Or did it open in December? It opened December. in December. It opened early but December. But still, this is end of February. Wow. So then, number eight, yeah, we have the big winner from the Oscars, <gasps> Parasite, moving in to the top ten. That's so great. 
plus 941 theaters, so now it's at 2,000 theaters, it made 50, I mean, sorry, it made $5.5 million. That is a plus of 243%. Wow. 6.6 million for a day for a total of 44.3 million. Now, they were saying that they thought this movie was going to make 45 in the theaters. Now they're bumping it up to 50. Wow. Oh, definitely. Because if it made uh, $6 million over the four-day, it's definitely got a few weekends of making millions of dollars. Yeah. And, and this was in 33, I mean, sorry, 243% increase is the biggest bump uh, in decades. Wow. For a Best Picture winner. Wow. So it makes sense. It's we've talked about it before. This is a fun popcorn movie. You know, it's got all its messaging and it's dark themes. This is just a fun movie. And I think it's going to continue to do well because now that it is just so in the zeitgeist, people are going to go to it and they're going to tell other people, hey, it's fun. I know. Listen, I know you're like me. You're. A real American living in the stacks. I know this about you. Saying this to someone who's coming at them with a pipe, who's saying, don't tell me about this foreign language movie. And they're going to say, don't kill me. I'm a fellow stack brother just like you. Trust well, you've me. got a pipe. You've got it. Well, everyone's got pipes. You've got to have a the pipe. stacks. They We're don't trust you unless pipes. you have a pipe. Mario's jumping out of pipes. Or a length of pipe. chain. Y- yes. You can have a pipe or a length of chain. You know, brass knuckles, the whole thing, metal yeah. hats on. It's it's a war zone. But they're all looking at each other and they're saying, Parasite is a fun movie. Let's all go see this. Now, here's a big question. Yeah. We've got 1917 right now at number six. Mm-hmm. 8.1 million, three day. Mm-hmm. We've got Parasite, two notches down at eight, 5.5 million. <gasps> When does Parasite overtake 1917? Huh. Hmm. Do you think that's a de- I mean, I would love to see that. But I don't know if that is a sure thing because Parasite has just been out for so much longer. Well, so- But 1917 has no relevance anymore. It, it has it was a loser. zero relevance. Yeah. People don't need to see it. Right. Unless they go see every sound editing Oscar winner. Right. No, they don't. No, and just just get Ford v. Ferrari and won the other sound award. Exactly. And now the word is out that it's not a World War II movie. Yeah. So That makes it even more irrelevant. Right. So I think... It'll be a few weeks. So do you think three weeks? Yeah. It's not going to be this week, and maybe, maybe. I, I would love to see it. I can't say I predict it, but... I think it By will God, happen. That'll be so sweet. And to we'll see. track it. It's not going to happen in the top 10, though. Yeah. It's going to happen further down, but it will happen. Yeah. It'll definitely happen. So I'm going to say three weeks. So not next week, not the week after that, but the week after that, we're going to have Parasite making more in a weekend than 1917. God, As be it great. should be. Rounding out number nine, Doolittle. Still hanging out. I mean, Doolittle. It's a, it's a bomb, but it's not. It's. It's had a little something. Yeah. It should have just been a much cheaper movie. I think that so. Five million a three day, down 23%, 6.3, four day for a queue of 71.7 million. I mean, still a bomb because of the, the how much it cost, but right. like 
are we underestimating him? Downey? I think we, we got to be underestimating him. He a gets little another bit. shot because he, he's gonna. You know, other than the Sherlock movies, there's gonna be another Robert Downey Jr. You know, above the title. Movie. You put Chrissy Hemi in this. Yeah, I mean, and it, this movie disappears first weekend. Yes. It opens well, at one point. It doesn't even get the well. No, it's not true because he gets big budget movies. Chris, Chrissy Hemi would definitely. This shows that he's at a different level than Chrissy Hemi. Here's here's what you got to say about that. Doolittle is going to make more domestically than Men in Black International. That's true. That's all you got. That's say. all. Yeah. Take that as you will. Number ten. Mm-hmm. And you have a big theory on this movie. Okay. And this opened wider than we thought. Opened in 2,300 theaters. It, it, they said limited, but that ain't limited no, to that's me. No, a, that's a mid-level big release. Downhill. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and we've got Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Who gets none of the blame for this. So 4.6 million three-day, 5.2 million four-day for 5.2 million cum. It's a failure. Pretty, pretty disastrous. Yeah, yeah, this is a failure. Okay, here's what I got to say about this movie. So now this is, the premise of this movie is that it's a married couple on vacation in a snow, ski resort. There is a uh, sort of avalanche looks like it's happening. Looks like they might be killed in an avalanche. And the husband played by Will Ferrell, his reaction is to immediately run away, abandon his wife and kids. And then it's a movie about a relationship from there. So that is the premise of this movie, and this movie bombed. First of all, Julie Louis-Dreyfus gets zero blame. She is a perfect human being. She is what we all should aspire to be. She is an icon. She has reached a level bigger than movie star. She is just a star of, of – she's a Hollywood megastar. Yeah, she's up there with Oprah. Yes. She's a multimedia figure. Yes. We're, we're not counting box office numbers with her. My theory on why this bombed is squarely on the shoulders of Will Ferrell. That this is a movie that, because it's Will Ferrell, had, no matter how good his acting was in this, it's irrelevant. You see that setup, and you look at this, and you say, this is a goofball Will Ferrell movie. There's no dramatic tension because it's just Will Ferrell doing what every Will Ferrell character would do, which is to run away and be silly. And people looked at that and they said, I do not in any shape want to see a Will Ferrell comedy. Yeah. And that's what the, it doesn't matter that this wasn't a comedy, that it was like an indie dramedy. You look at this and people said, oh, this is a Will Ferrell movie. This is the house. I, I, do, I, I can't. I can't. It's funny because the marketing made this movie seem like more of a comedy. Under the idea that people would go see Will Ferrell in a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think that people rejected this phony advertising, uh, like this phony marketing ploy, mm-hmm. and said, you thought we wouldn't want to see the movie it actually was. We don't want to see the movie you made us think it was. Yes. And that, that is bad for yes. everybody involved especially Will Ferrell especially Will Ferrell you're right because I think this is a movie that if you just had a dramatic actor if you had Eric Bana who is the furthest thing there is from a movie star or a draw or even a value add but he is just someone who is known as a 
serious actor who you could take his actions in a movie seriously. I think the Eric Bana and Julie Louis-Dreyfus version of this movie opens bigger than the Will Ferrell version. Well, yeah, because the idea of this movie, it's it's based on a movie, French movie, I believe, or yeah, Swedish French movie. French movie, Force Majeure. Mm-hmm. And the idea of it is 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 that the you don't expect the husband to run. Right. And like you said, in this one, what else is Will Ferrell going to do? He he, That's what he does. Right. We were even talking earlier, you put Adam Sandler in this part. He has more gravitas. He has more, and you're like, well, maybe he wouldn't run. Right. I don't know. And most of the time, he doesn't run. Right. In his movies, he's boldly confident. Right. He would have run at the... the uh, you would expect Adam Sandler to be yelling at the snowstorm. Yeah. And when he runs away, you'd be you'd say that's not what I expected. Right. So I I think that this movie is a even though again this is an indie small budget movie, but I think this is as big of a black eye on Will Ferrell's movie stardom as any of his big budget flops of the last few years, because this is again they marketed it. Trying to make you think, like you said, this is a Will Ferrell comedy and people wanted no part of it. Yeah, it's since Get Hard in 2015, which was a movie that he co-starred with Kevin Hart. Hart. So, I mean, that's a duo that people wanted to see. Right. But I think that was like almost like the that movie was almost the passing the baton, where at the time we looked at that as a Will Ferrell movie, but... In retrospect, that was a Kevin Hart movie. And then you have the same year, Daddy's Home, which also has the Wahlberg in him. Yeah. Uh, th- that's that's a duo people liked. Yeah, we Will Ferrell does have the Daddy's Home movies that are, those are still big hits. But when you look at The House, a movie that came out in the summer of 2017, made $25 million. Mm-hmm. People, myself included, thought, okay, that's not good. He'll rebound. But then you got Holmes and Watson, thirty million dollars, mm-hmm. and that was a that was these are these are cumes. These are not opening yeah, weekends. Yeah, no, people. these are cumes, and these this is and Holmes and Watson had that stepbrothers reunion right. situation because that was uh, Riley and him. Yeah, and nobody wanted to see it, and I think he he's got we got to figure out what's happening with Will Ferrell, right? Because he's not a movie star anymore. And and he's not not, he, not just by himself. And right. and JLD is an icon. Yeah. But just like Oprah in a movie like Wrinkle in Time, Oprah can't save a Wrinkle in Time. Right. She could be somebody that people are excited to go see. But if they if they see the product is maybe not something that they want, they'll say, you know, Oprah's already got enough money. JLD has already got enough acc- accolades. I can skip this. Right. Right. Because it's not going to harm them. Right. No, JLD is fine. But for Will Ferrell. He's in a weird spot because he also has never established himself as as a as a comedian who could do drama. Mm-mm. All of his attempts at drama have been pretty much, I mean, let's face it, they've been failures. And this was another attempt at that. And I just, I don't think he fits in a movie, in any movie boxes right now. No. Other than more Daddy's Home movies. Um I, I, it's, it's, and listen, I love Will Ferrell. I mean, I think he's oh, hilarious. Yeah, he's I one love of the Will funniest Ferrell. people ever. But this, this movie kind of showed there's not big budget comedies for him, and there's also not like indie drama prestige parts. 
I think we're looking at a stint in TV. Yeah. I think he's going to have to go down to the minor leagues there for a little bit, right. work his way back up. Where he's been successful as a producer, he's Succession and, you know, some shows like that. It's going to be a, it's going to have to be a Jack Black situation. Right. Where by no means we love Jack Black. He was no means as big of a star as Will Ferrell because Will Ferrell has uh, Will Ferrell has a run. Oh, uh, dude. Dude, dude, dude. Will Ferrell has a run. That's an interesting comparison. That is pretty unprecedented. No, it's precedented. Will Ferrell is nowhere near. Well, he's no Ben Stiller, and he's no uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, you know Mike Myers, no Sam. All right, all right, all right. Like Ferrell has Ferrell has had a good run, but I think if you were to compare him and Jack Black, it's closer than you think. Okay. And right now, Jack Black is a movie star in a way that Will Ferrell is definitely not. Well, that's what I'm saying. But Jack Black spent a little bit of time in the wilderness. Kind of, but he always had the family. It's it's you know family movies is the fallback. I think that's Will Ferrell's landing place because it's like Daddy's Home is the only thing that works from the box office now, and he's kind of got to figure out how to be a full time family comedy uh, box office actor. But I think he's I think what this shows is he's lost the adults and he's lost like the hipster comedy crowd. True. Yeah, so I mean, I do think he's going to have to do something in TV that people yeah. are going to love, and then he's going to get back as a smaller part of a bigger movie. Yes. He plays the wacky old dad or the old neighbor or something. Right. Or he's got to find his Dr. Robotnik. You think he's at that level where he, ha- where he has he's to be not Robotnik? A, you can't make a Will Ferrell comedy. You can't. And he's sinking indie movies I know and we're not taking pleasure in this no we we're want him to be all. successful yes. we want we want him to be uh, 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 we want him to make money we want everybody to make money yes but I think Downhill is a for as small of a movie as it is it's a real turning point in Will Ferrell's movie career well this is an but ongoing but JLD is fine and, and perfect she's still. perfect yeah this is an ongoing story. We're going to keep covering this. Yes. And we're gonna, I'm going to dig deeper into uh, what I'm going to do for next episode is look at Jack Black and Will Ferrell side by side. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Will Ferrell's got the bigger highs because he's got like Talladega Nights and the but, McKay but movies. But I'd like a little bit of time to put some numbers, crunch sure. some numbers so that we can actually have a conversation about yeah. it because I think that's what's interesting about this show. Is that we're numbers based? Yes, and I can't talk to you and look at the numbers. I'm not good enough at no, that. No, we can't. I can't vamp for that. Especially long. with box office mojo the way it is. Right. That's why, guys, got to give to the patrons so we can get that IMDb Pro mm-hmm. account because that would that would I'd be able to access that stuff immediately. Yeah. I could probably do a side by side comparison on that site. Right. That's probably uh, something they're capable of doing. Right. So before we go into next week. We're going to do something we've been talking about for a while. Oh, we got to do it. And sitting at number 13 is a movie called Little Women. And it is at $105 million. And that is huge. Yes. For an IP that is ancient. Yes. That everybody said, you can't make a Little Woman movie nowadays and have it make any kind of money. It's over a hundred million dollars. That's amazing. Greta Gerwig, just a triumph. So, you a know, sonic level triumph. And even so, 
there was a little bit of she if, if she would have been nominated for director if it would have won more Oscars we'd probably see a bigger bump it probably mm-hmm. would have made more money it's not going to have as big of a bump as the Parasite bump but it would still be a bump so that's kind of a bummer but I still got to say this movie is a triumph on every level and what we did with Joker now we had a lot more to work with because we, that was a billion dollar baby we were able to divvy up the billion. What we're going to do now is divvy up the $100 million mm-hmm. and give people what they deserve monetarily. Love it. And I love that. 100 it's a nice round number. It's probably easier to divvy up than a billion. I think the, the runoff $5 million probably goes just to settle any sort of like lawsuit or anything or mm-hmm. any kind of like every movie has someone who falls in a pit exactly so that's to cover a grip who slipped or right. you know somebody someone who walked into a room and saw something they should exactly so yeah. this is hush money and yeah. money for personal injury lawyers yeah. and things like that so the five millions off the table yeah We're gonna do straight hundred now I think this is going to be pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I think the bulk of it goes to Greta. Oh, for sure. Wrote it, directed it, but didn't star in it. So, But, I mean, she's the star as the director. She's above the... T- of all the people involved, she's above the title, for sure. This is Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Well, and also Louisa May Alcott, so we have to figure her in at some point. I think she's one of the... She wrote the original text. I mean, so and and Greta in her sort of like uh publicity for this movie did talk a lot about Louisa May Alcott. I think I think you throw Louisa's estate some money, but let's start with Greta. What do you th- when you say the majority, what do you think we're giving her? More than half? Yeah, I think we give her like 70. 70 million. Yeah. Wow, that's unprecedented. Don't you think? Well, who, let's think, who are the other people who are giving money to? Okay. Shorsha. Shorsha, Emma Watson, even though I yes. don't think she got, I mean, she wasn't the star that people looked at. She Okay. Emma Watson is just- Academy-wise, she got no love, and critic-wise, she got no love. But, dude, but you she can't, is a star. You can't undersell the fact that she has been the part of two iconic movies. She's Hermione, and she is Belle. Yeah. Those are those are iconic. Yeah. There's no girl under the age of 15 that doesn't know her. I mean, I would say 30. Cuz think of how long those You're right. those uh Harry Potter movies started in 2001. You know, so if you're if you were like 15 years old then, you're looking at being someone who's 35 now. Mhm. So I think it, it's you can't underestimate how big of a star Emma Watson really is in the right parts and she really clicks in these sort of like iconic properties so I think she I think she of the actors gets the most she's got to because gets more than Shorsha Shorsha is somebody who has a following when it comes to people who love good acting yes but critical darling is she a pop culture icon I mean is she even as big of a draw as Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. Uh, they're maybe equal at this point. Yeah, because his 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 biggest sort of like uh, roles are what the Call Me by Your Name and Lady Bird. I think she's a bigger. She's bigger than you know. We can't be the guys. We can't be the Bo Boys 
out there giving Timothy Chalamet more credit than Joe. Sure. That's true. So, okay. Well, so what do you think Greta gets? You don't think she gets 70? You think she gets 60? 65. How's that? 65 is great. So she, Greta gets 65. Amazing job. She's a megastar director. Great, great for her. Um, of the actors, so are we giving Emma Watson 10? I, I think you have to. And then Schwarza 6 and Chalamet 4? So we're giving Watson 10. Yeah. We're giving Shersha six. Chalamet four. Chalamet. Four. What about? Are, what do you? What do you give in uh, Florence? Does she mm. get anything? I mean, I think this is a movie that Florence got more than she would. This is what. This is what sets her up to be a this bigger what, part of her next money. movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what will set her up for a bigger payday yes. from us. Yeah, she'll get more for Black Widow. Because of this movie. Yes, yes. So and we're not gets, saying like money, she'll probably get paid more, but also get more from us when we divvy up success. Yeah, yeah. Although I doubt Black Widow is going to be something we're celebrating. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so maybe Florence Pugh gets like two mil? So, okay. Laura Dern. Oh, Laura Dern should get. Do you think she gets, she gets more than Pugh? Yeah, she gets three. Dern gets th- okay. That's Dern gets three. Nobody went to see this movie because Dern. Um, no one went to see this movie because of Dern. I don't think she gets some three. Moms. There's moms who've been around. You know, I think she gets one and Pew gets one. I think Pew gets two and she gets one. People went to see the Little Women. She's not a little woman. She's the okay. old woman. All right. So Pew gets two, Dern gets one. So what are we at now? Like eighty-eight. Let me see. Pew gets Pew gets one. No, Pew gets two. And Dern gets one. So I think we're at eighty-eight. Okay. <clears throat> yes. So then, here's one I'm gonna Tra- throw Tracy at Tracy Letts. I don't think Tracy nah, Letts yeah. gets any. He's great in the movie, but he gets no. He gets no dollars. Um, Maybe he gets some of the runoff. I think what he gets is. Uh, you know, he'll get he'll get his next play will sell some more tickets because of this movie. Okay. Um, I listen. I love Tracy Letts, but he didn't bring eight people in the theater. Um, here's someone that I also love that I think maybe we take a million off. Oh, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. One of the greatest comedians who's ever lived. In the running for funniest person alive. Yeah. And he's good in the movie, but... He takes you so out of it. When he comes in and says, <laughs> an hour and a half into this movie, not having been seen once, and he just walks in and says, look at my little women. It's a sketch. It's It loses a million. There's some people... It created the probably the only negative online buzz that this movie had was probably the Bob Odenkirk opening line i don't think i've read anything else negative about this movie yeah so i think that's something that like kept a couple of morons from seeing this you lost a couple of moron dollars wow i I think you lost a million moron dollars so where does that go in the calculation though we're bringing it back down a million 
I think now we have to subtract a million from Odin because of Odenkirk. Wow. Yeah. But we're still splitting up the hundred, so the I, hundred still exists. I. It's, so you're it, taking it to ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then, who gets the rest of this? I think Sony Luis, for taking a chance. I think Louisa May Alcott. You give it to the Alcott. Okay. I think I think her, I think her great grandkids. They, you know what? They never have to work. Well, they never had to work anyway, but. They're buying a bunch of boats now. So Alcott gets fourteen million. That's so high. She she wrote the Little Women. I know, but uh, but but Greta made it relevant again. I know, but she loves Alcott. That's true. Here's the thing: if we if Greta was sitting here, which someday, God willing, she'll mm-hmm. be sitting here with the want a bo want a bo girl. Yep. Want a bop. Depending on what she wants to be, want to be a boy. Who knows what she knows? wants to be called? Whatever Greta identifies as. If she was sitting here, and we asked her, "Does Louisa May Alcott deserve?" She would say, "Give it to her. She deserves every penny of it." Well, she's just being modest. I think. I think she respects the original text. I There's think she would say fourteen's too much. I think. And I, I think, think when Greta, you said, "Oh, she doesn't deserve 70, 65, she'd roll her eyes. And then we kind of look at each other like, yeah, this guy. Okay, you're sharing a moment with Greta. Sure. Yeah. I think that Louisa May Alcott gets her cut. I think she gets her beak wet. Okay. So uh, so final breakdown. Yeah. Greta, 65 mil. M- Emma Watson, 10 mil. Shersha gets 6 mil. Chalamet gets 4 mil. Pugh gets 2. Dern gets 1. Bob Odenkirk loses a million dollars. Alcott gets 14. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at this, Chalamet four is a lot. I think I, you know what? I think this works out. Okay, all right. He might have gotten overpaid this time. Ah, come on, he's so pretty. But earn this. This is what I'd say to him. So he's in Private Ryan now. Earn this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great job. So do we still have to talk about next week? What the hell is coming out next oh, week? Oh, barely anything. Okay. So next week is the twenty first. Well, we got some stinkers. We got Brahms' The Boy 2, which okay. is a sequel to The Boy, Okay, which came out a couple years ago, came out in 2016. Are we that old? Uh, domestic opening of 10 and went on to $35 million. Big thing with this is that it has, it has Katie Holmes starring in it. Was she in the original? She was the Boy? not. Okay. This is a way to add interest. Okay. Possibly. I mean, that's a good multiplier. Yeah, it, it it made three and a half times its opening weekend, but they were really stacking these horror movies one after the other, though it feels like, right? And we're still in 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 Dumpsville, right, right? So this movie was originally supposed to come out this summer, right? And got pushed. So we're looking at between six and eleven million. This is according to Box Office Pro, and they're saying seven under. Oh, you going under? I'm going under. Seven is what Greta. Gretel and Hansel made. So you think this movie is going to do worse than Gretel and Hansel? I think so. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to have to just say. I think the the younger people are still, they're seeing uh, Sonic. Really? Yeah. And you think they're going to see Fantasy Island over. uh, I think so. Brahms the boy too. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if they just called this Brahms? And then expected us to know what the fuck it was. Uh-huh. That's that's what Birds of Prey is. Birds of Prey is just calling Brahms the boy too, Brahms. Yep. So when you put it that way, 
That was a really stupid marketing move. Mm-hmm. I got to say that I think it's going to go over okay. just to make it fun. Sure. It's got to do better than Gretel. Yeah. And then we got Call of the Wild oh, with the wow. animated dog. Talk about a monstrosity. This is a movie starring everybody's favorite pothead curmudgeon, ex-carpenter. What a combo that he's so high and he's so angry. <laughs> yeah. I think, imagine how angry he'd be if he wasn't always high. Jesus, he would he would he would be a, a shooter. And of course we're talking about Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Right. So this movie, they're saying ten to fifteen. Their call is thirteen. I'm saying lower. I'm saying lower too, and I think this is gonna be a bomb. You wanna know why? Sonic. These are two movies with an animated animal character playing opposite a human that is going after a family audience. This is for the oldsters. Oh god. This movie's for the oldsters, man. This is for this is for 80-year-olds. I, I think so. Why would there's no market for that? They're waiting to see it in the rec room. I don't I mean, who do you think this is a kids movie? I mean, I think it's a family movie. Oh. I mean, I think it's a movie that it's weird that it's in the movie theaters cuz this feels like a a like Paramount TV movie. Yeah. You know, where you stay home because you're like, oh, Harrison Ford's on the TV tonight. I guess I'll stay. Or it's not even a stay home. It's a stay awake movie. I'll stay but, awake because Harrison Ford's on. Of course, you're not going to. I'll try to stay awake. Right. Nobody um, ever stays awake. If you're no. talking about trying to stay awake you're gonna fall asleep 100 because you're already tired yeah uh what do you say you say less than 13 i say less than 13 i think this i think harrison ford gets cut in half by sonic running straight through him. Whoa. and that fucking dog is mincemeat yeah th- there people are sleeping on how disturbing that dog is yeah because we've had the pre-sonic and then we had cats this has just been i think you know I think Corden is going to be dressed like this dog mm-hmm. at the next Oscars. Corden should be forced to dress like this dog for the rest of his life. He should be dre- he should be forced to act like this dog mm-hmm. and be told that he's doing it for a movie and just tape tennis balls on him while he acts like a dog, mm-hmm. but then never make that movie and never yell cut. And then you lock him in a room with Harrison Ford who hasn't had his his bud. Oh, his in, daily dose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, an undosed Harrison Ford. Oh. With a phone book, yep. just a phone book. That's a, that's a Quibi show right there. Exactly. Um, this movie is. I don't see what the audience is for this, and that dog looks d- disgusting in a way that's not even interesting. Um, so is that Harrison Ford's uh, carpool karaoke? It's just five minutes with a phone book. Five minutes with a phone <laughs> book with no bud. And he just has actors like famous people. He has like Lily Singh in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be nuts. Yeah. All right, let's do our top fives. All right. So number one is going to be Sonic again. Of course, Sonic. Um, number two. What was number two last weekend? It was Harley Quinn. Oh. Oh, I mean Birds of Prey. I mean Harley Quinn, Birds of Does Prey. Does anything rearrange at this point because like birds of prey feels like it's doa but i guess by default it'll be number two because i don't see any of the new it movies. made 17 
And what was number three? Number, number three, three was Fantasy Island, which is probably going to yeah. drop. So, so it'll be it'll be Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey two. Number three is going to be. Do they answer the, the call? Photograph. Maybe the photograph moves up. I don't know. Do what you feel. Um, God, I am gonna go. Fuck it. You know what? Bad Boys number three. <laughs> no, I love that pick. Bad Boys three. I love that pick. Then photograph. Then Call of the Wild. Oh, so you think Call of the Wild does fucking bullshit? Yeah. And you have no respect for Brahms. No respect for Brahms. Pat Stango zero respect for the boy. No. Whoa. Okay, so wait. You I'm said... just going full nut job on this. Bad Boys moves up to three. Okay. People are just. Fed and up. then after photograph, you said what? You said then call five. Then call. Oh, yeah. call the wild. Yeah. Okay. Answer the call. Pat answers the call. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Sonic, you gotta go. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn's the smart play, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna answer the call. Yeah. I'm gonna answer the call, and then it's I- definitely the biggest new movie. Like by default. You know, I'm I'm gonna stick with my top five. I'm probably wrong because I'm underrating underestimating the stacks. And then uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go photograph. Mm-hmm. But then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say my boy, Brahms. You're big on the boy. I, you know, I'm just gonna do it for fun. Yeah. Because listen, you want to talk about Brahms next. I time. want to talk about Brahms. Yeah. And I'm trying, and I'm trying to use positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. I want the universe to give me what I'm asking for, which is more Brahms talk. Yeah, that's fair. So great job, we did it. We did it. That's where can they? Huge. Where can they contact us? Well, email us at theboboyspodcast at gmail What we want, of course, is give us your Harley Quinn slash Birds of Prey theories. Why did it bomb? Let us know. Another thing that I would love in email. So this past week. I started getting some uh, wannabe O boys and wannabe O girls sent us some videos. We had a wannabe O girl who sent us a video of her uh, boyfriend slash husband, I'm not sure which, listening in the kitchen while doing dishes, listening to the podcast. Yeah. Hidden camera style. She snuck in. Yeah. He was unaware. Oh, that that's the best way. Yes. Everyone loves a video where the person being taped doesn't realize that's about to happen. Also, if you do it, that's on you. It's illegal, but it's on you. It's not on us. Make sure it's in a state where that's legal. Yeah, check your check your local laws. But then always. distributing that across state lines, is that legal? It's all on their end, okay, not on okay. us. But anyway, I loved that we got this video of someone being caught in the act listening to the B.O. Boys. Yep. So send us those videos. We want to see somebody smelling the stank. Yes. We want to, We want to see what these listeners look like, and I want to see the smiles on their faces while they listen to us. Yeah. So send us those videos. Send us videos of your lovers listening or yourself listening. Absolutely. Uh, Patreon, you can give us money. Mm-hmm. IMDb Pro. I keep saying IMDb Pro. It's Box Office Mojo Pro, okay. but it's now tied to IMDb because they bought it. Yeah, it's such a corporate mess. It's a mess. So uh, we need the money for that. We also got to pay the bean. Bean needs to be paid. Uh, we want Rolling by Limp Bizkit as our theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is also a dream of ours. And then there's still time to 
add to the to to um pay to the well we're taking out an add in variety yeah and that's a ten thousand dollar a month tier right for to become an executive producer on the Ryan Johnson Suck It Star Wars ad that we're going to take out in Variety. Mm-hmm. He, unbeknownst to him, we're doing it on his behalf. Right. He, he, he'll love it when he sees he'll it. He'll love it when he sees it. It's like they, the guy said about pornography. I don't know what it is, but I'll love it when I see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be him doing, uh, Ryan Johnson doing a crotch chop. He's not going to say suck it. Star Wars will know. Yeah. And then we're going to have the week that Knives Out what made more money than Star Wars that first week, that first you know weekend that yeah. it happened? A picture of that, and it's going to be on it. It's going to be a everyone great ad. will get it. Yeah, everyone will understand exactly what it is. Full page ad in Variety. Yeah, so you can also give money to that. So yes. please do it. That is Bo Boys at Patreon. It's Patreon slash Bo Boys. You can find it. We also link in the show notes. Link so, in the show yeah. notes. We'll also read your top 10s. We'll pretty much read anything you want us to read. Manifestos, as, wills, whatever. Yeah, just throw some coins in the old How jar. great would it be to if you're dying have your will read on the BO boys? This is your your last your will and testament. Your family's got to tune in to see if they're going to get your, you know, well, catch they, your bottles or your money or whatever And they each on. but they each have to individually download the episode. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It can't be just one person and they can't listen at all. They have to be listening on their own device separately at the same time. We'll sync it up. Yeah. Make sure you guys sync it up. But yeah, if you're going to do that, have us read your will and testament. Put in there that each individual that is at the reading needs to download the episode separately. Yep. No exceptions. No exceptions. No exceptions. All, all right. right, we did it. Oh, thank God. And till next time. We'll smell you at the box office. Nailed it.